48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quayle. The top stories. A government advisor on the pandemic warns that it's too early to ease social distancing measures. The financial secretary says Hong Kongers should be able to sign up for the $5,000 electronic voucher scheme in the summer. And police suspend an officer if he was arrested on suspicion of running an illegal gambling centre. The Centre for Health Protection has reported 13 coronavirus cases today, two of them locally acquired. The two local ones were residents of Oifai House at Yawai Estate in Tunman, where six residents had already come down with the disease. The remaining 11 cases were imported, involving people coming from Pakistan, India, Bangladesh and Indonesia. A government adviser on the pandemic, David Hoy, has urged the administration not to relax social distancing measures yet, although he said the fourth wave of infections is coming to an end. The Chinese university professor said ensuring there are no more mass outbreaks is crucial as authorities are trying to resume travel with the mainland and other places. So at this stage, I think that it would be very difficult to relax all the social distancing measures. Now, on one hand, I think the government is also keen to develop travel bubbles and also the opening the border between Hong Kong and China. So if you relax the social distancing measure at this stage, it may lead to a rebound. So I think the government needs to be more cautious. Police say an officer has been suspended from duty after he was arrested on suspicion of running an illegal gambling centre. A police spokesman said detectives started investigating after finding out the 28-year-old police constable was allegedly involved in the operation of an illegal gambling centre. They said he was among three people aged between 23 and 29 who were detained for allegedly operating a gambling establishment after a raid on an industrial building in Kuntong in the early hours of Saturday. Another 57 people in the premises were arrested on suspicion of gambling. The police also said the officer had been released on bail. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the $5,000 electronic spending voucher scheme announced in his budget proposal is expected to be open for registration in the summer. In his blog, Mr Chan said people can receive the payment via one of four service providers, namely Alipay Hong Kong, Octopus, Tap and Go and WeChat Pay Hong Kong. But Mr Chan says the government has yet to decide on other details, such as whether the sum will be paid in instalments and how long they'll be valued for. The government has said the scheme is to encourage local spending to stimulate the battered economy. One of the hotels in the Tourism Board's $10 million hotel discount giveaway promotion has suspended operations. A staff member at Island Pacific Hong Kong in Saiyingpun told RTHK the hotel's operations have been halted since yesterday and affected customers have been notified. The Tourism Board, meanwhile, said the hotel has been removed from its list of hotels offering staycation discounts for customers with $800 worth of shopping or dining receipts. Tourism sector lawmaker UC Wing says the hotel, a subsidiary of Sino Group, has not folded. He quoted the Federation of Hong Kong Hotel Owners as saying that a company has rented the property for its staff. A remembrance service for the Duke of Edinburgh has taken place at Canterbury Cathedral as Britain holds a week of mourning for Queen Elizabeth's husband. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Wilby, said the Duke had shown a remarkable willingness to take the hand he had been dealt in life. His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh was a willingness, a remarkable willingness, to take the hand he was dealt in life and straightforwardly to follow its call, to search its meaning, to go out and on as sent, to inquire and think, to trust and to pray.
India has registered another record increase in coronavirus infections, more than 150,000 cases in a day and more than 800 deaths. Maharashtra, home to the country's financial centre Mumbai, is the worst affected state. From Delhi, here's the BBC's Rajini Vadaranathan. With coronavirus cases surging rapidly, officials here now face the dilemma of when and how to lock down certain parts of the country. Writing on Twitter, the top politician in Maharashtra, Chief Minister Udav Thakre, said it was imperative strict restrictions are imposed for a period of time. He said planning was underway to ensure migrant workers who were hit hard in last year's national lockdown would be helped. Some in cities across India are already returning to their villages to escape the virus and to find work. The capital Delhi, which is also seeing a rapid increase in cases, has announced more restrictions. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Emergency crews are attempting to clear a flooded coal mine in the Xinjiang region where 21 workers are trapped underground. State media said eight miners had been rescued. Rescue teams say they've located the positions of 12 of those still trapped. Large pipes are now being used to pump air into the submerged area. The accident happened when staff were carrying out upgrading works at the site. Iranian media say there's been an incident at the Natal's nuclear facility. The plant is central to Tehran's nuclear enrichment program. The BBC's Sebastian Asher reports. Even though Iranian media outlets are reporting the incident at Natanz, it is being played down. Nuclear officials are quoted as saying that there appears to have been an electrical problem, but there have been no casualties and no leaks. On Saturday, President Rouhani inaugurated new centrifuges there. It represented another breach of the country's undertakings in the 2015 nuclear deal, just as diplomatic efforts have redoubled to try to find a way for Iran and the US to resume their commitment to the agreement. Last year, there was a still mysterious blast in Natanz, which caused a major fire. Sport now, and Hideki Matsuyama is trying to become the first Japanese man to win a major golf title. He held a four-stroke lead at the start of the final round of the 85th Masters. Matsuyama stood on 11 under 205 after 54 holes at Augusta National. Season command with the Masters career low seven under par 65. England's Justin Rose, Australian Mark Leishman and Americans Xander Chauffelet and Will Zalatoris shared second on 209 with Canada's Corey Connors on 210 and three-time major winner Jordan Spieth seventh on 211. After leading for two rounds, Justin Rose is now part of the chasing pack but he says it's not over till it's over. I didn't play well enough today, um, simple as that really, so uh, you know, I think all in all to have a shot I'm delighted. I've been playing with the lead the whole week and obviously there's, there's been an hour of golf where Hideki's sort of moved out there in front, so um, you know, all the, all the guys chasing at seven under par are all capable of that little run that Hideki's had, so it's all, uh, all up for grabs. Football on Newcastle took a big step towards securing their Premier League survival with a vital 2-1 win at Burnley tonight. Steve Bruce's side came from behind at Turf Moor to end their seven-game winless run. Newcastle are fourth from the bottom, but six points clear from the relegation zone. A short time ago, West Ham were leading third-place Leicester 3-2 in extra time. A win would boost their chances of qualifying for next season's Champions League. And bottom of the table, Sheffield meet Arsenal in the late game. 
Meanwhile, in less than two hours, Manchester United will try to make amends for that embarrassing 6-1 home defeat against Tottenham in October. The Spurs have a good home record, but Jose Marino says that doesn't mean anything. I don't look too much for the records because sometimes things go against the stats or the tendencies or what the records are uh, are saying. Uh, I go with confidence because I believe in in us. I believe in in the work we are doing uh, this week to try to prepare the the match the best we we can. Hervich United, Ole Gunnar isn't taking anything for granted either. When you play against one of the best uh, centre-forwards in European football, of course it is uh, something that we prepare for. And I think every team, when they play Tottenham or, or England, uh, you know Harry Kane's qualities. So, but we, pre- we, we prepare the defenders for every single, uh, every, every single opposition and uh, opponent. You know the, the season that Son and Kane have had, the relationship they've had, of course, that's, uh, that's one of Tottenham's strengths. And they've got other quality players as well that we have to be aware of. Real Madrid climbed to the top of La Liga after Karim Benzema's flicked finish helped them claim a thrilling 2-1 victory over Barcelona in a wild classico at Valdebebas. Benzema's superb piece of skill then deflected Tony Cruz' free kick, put Madrid in charge, and while Oscar Mingueza pulled one back for Barca, they failed to defeat in what could be Lionel Messi's final appearance in this fixture. Atletico Madrid can reclaim Tospot if they beat Real Betis in the late game tonight. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A government advisor on the pandemic warns that it's too early to ease social distancing measures. The financial secretary says Hong Kongers should be able to sign up for the $5,000 electronic voucher scheme in the summer. And police suspend an officer after he was arrested on suspicion of running an illegal gambling centre. The news from RTHK. Yes, thanks a lot. More from our newsroom coming up at uh, midnight.
nice upbeat start to this hour, 14 minutes after 11. Ariana Grande with Into You. This is a track from James Blunt going back to 2010. His album, Some Kind of Trouble. Don't I know it? Nobody has to say. I've been lucky. Guess I was born that. 